Welcome, traveler. You did well to find this place. Come, take a seat as we pour over tales of old and fill you in on the latest happenings. We are delighted to have you here at the Hidden Mansion. Alright, yo, what up everybody? Welcome back to the Hidden Mansion podcast. Uh, it's always, it's me, your boy, uh, Green Plumber. We got fucking Churro over there. Um, I'm, I'm Churro, that's me, haha. And, uh, yeah man, we're just, uh, <laughs> we just wanted to, uh, kind of catch up on a, a little bit of news. And, uh, kind of get us all, uh, Situated on 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 that front, I guess. Uh, fucking. I guess first things on the docket, bro. Fucking Gamescom. Yeah, crazy shit came down. Usually, uh, it's pretty quiet. No new, no like huge announcements, right? But uh, some some goofy shit happened. Fucking Je- Jeff got disappointed, you know. And then uh, he went on a rampage, and then we don't know what he did. But uh, it's pretty funny. So, so uh, guy, so I get what Gamescom is uh, hosted in Germany, Germany, right? Yeah. So apparently, there's this notorious like German troll or something who goes onto live shows in in, in Germany and um, asks for an update for GTA Six. He always goes, "Where's GTA Six? Where, where's it at?" Come on, guys. I, I want to play GTA 6, blah, 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 right? And uh, no one takes him seriously. He's just a fucking asshole. And uh, he, he just kind of uh, walks on stage as Jeff is, I think, presenting. He's about to present, like, Starfield, like, new development, new, like, shit that's, you know, being shown. And this this prick comes on stage and is just, like, he's, he's trying to emulate that one kid from... Um, uh, the previous Game Awards uh, show where um, Elden Ring won Game of the Year and he kind of just snuck on and he was just like my, my reformed rabbi uh, Bill Clinton would like to uh, I forgot what he said but he, he, he just kind of fucking fucking charisma check stealth checked onto the fucking stage and just fucking just trolled the entire event Everybody's like, what Bro. the fuck's going on? And they, the he kind of blew up has on invaded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, some, there's some really good memes from that. It was kind of funny. It was a little concerning because, you know, people are like, whoa, what's up with the security? Blah, blah, blah. You know, ooh. But, um, I mean, this is a bit more egregious, I think, because, like, it, it was in, it's in the middle of Jeff's, like, speech about, like, oh, wow, we can't with Starfield. It looks great. Wow. And this guy just kind of walks up and tries to speak into the mic, and Jeff is just kind of recoiling away, disgusted, you know, uh, that this filthy person is uh, just approaching him. And uh, yeah, it, it took like a while for security to actually get up there and like take him off. So uh, yeah, people people were amused, and then they were like, "Nah, this guy's pathetic." And uh, then after that, people were just kind of upset because uh, what if what if that guy like had ulterior motives and just wasn't a troll, you know? Maybe, maybe sh- sh- uh, security should be tighter. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What would you think? I I thought it was kind of like pathetic because I was like, oh, this guy's just trying to steal that stupid joke from a oh. fucking like year ago. Oh yeah, man. It, it's 
Look, it was funny the first time because it was just some unassuming kid uh, <laughs> yeah. who just rolls up on stage. He he literally waits for everybody to finish saying their thing. He doesn't interrupt yeah. anybody. And then right at the end of the game awards, you know, he hits you with the uh, I like to dedicate this reward to my reform my rabbi, rabbi. Uh, Bill, Bill Clinton. Clinton. <laughs> And I and I'm sitting. Oh, it was fucking hilarious because I was sitting there watching with, uh, with with Savannah, my girlfriend, and she's and we both look at each other. We're like, "What the fuck was that? Like the show's <laughs> over. What was that?" <laughs> yeah. So that was funny, you know. Regardless right. of, of ulterior motives or anything, shit was yeah, hilarious. I, this was right, fucking I, cringe, dog. Like yeah, he literally cause... rushed the stage, tried to take the fucking mic from Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, honestly, man, if I was Jeff, I would have socked that motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, it was Germany. He would have gotten arrested and fucking thrown in jail or something, you know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, apparently there was a second accomplice who, who most people didn't even notice because of how insignificant and fucking pathetic they were. But uh, apparently the guy uh, had like a t-shirt on that had all of his like social like handles on. So he was, this was literally just a clout chase. Like, he, they were like, oh, that kid blew up. Because he said something about, like, Bill Clinton and how he's, like, a rabbi and, and he, he performed his circumcision or something. I don't know. I don't get it. But, uh, yeah, we should say that. And then we'll blow up. Uh, and they kind of did blow up, but, like, they, they didn't actually oh, have a popular it's, following. It, it's a different it, kind of blow up, you know? Yeah, it's, it's already fizzling out. Like, really, the conversation isn't about the fucking people that went up and did it. It's more like, brother, get some fucking security up at this get fucking some events, man. <laughs> if a gaming legend gets fucking stabbed, it's on you, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I mean, there's some, like, game shit that was announced. Um, yeah. I, I, well, I, don't watch, I, I don't watch this kind of shit. I, I just wait for, like, E3 that doesn't exist anymore. So, uh, so yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of blind in all this. So what did you uh, take away from the Gamescom other than this? Yeah, man. So so Gamescom to me has been consistently a uh, uh, you know five to six out of ten show, and it's mostly just because they never show anything that I'm like super interested in. But you know we got a, we got a, we got a little showing uh, from from Cyberpunk 2077. We got the the DLC and the the update patch. That's uh, well, I'm gonna fucking call it this. Cyberpunk 2077 is finally releasing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, yeah, bro. One point oh released. Okay. Yeah, this is this is the one point oh release for me. Uh, oh my god. So yeah, I, I'm excited to hop into this uh, Cyberpunk. <clears throat> I bought it. I bought it uh for like five bucks, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I bought it yet. I, I might. It might be on my wish list. Alone. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I got Cyberpunk for five dollars on Black Friday, um, like I, I, after release because of uh, how up and down all the review scores were. Like, it, people were people were just trying to sell this shit, so I picked it up yeah. for five bucks, played a little bit of it, said, "All right, cool. Um, I'm gonna wait till they fix this shit because I know it's gonna be really good then." And so yeah. I, I haven't played more than really like three to four hours of it. And I, and I mean, I, like everybody else, I watch fucking Edge Runners. And okay, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you if you saw the the Netflix anime about that. Yeah, yeah. So I, you know, I watched Edge Runners. Got, I got hit in the feels. 
yeah. I can now consider myself actually a fan of cyber of the cyberpunk universe. So uh, I'm kind of hyped to, to hop back in because I, I think they've mentioned that they've reworked the entirety of the skill system and perks Ooh, to make it okay. so that you can better fit into a fantasy and that a lot of it was inspired by the anime. So Ooh, I'm, okay. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I, I don't know if you know this, but I, I've heard that the anime is like a prequel, right? It's like set before yeah, it is. Uh, the game, right? Okay. I just I just wanted to just wanted to see if you knew that or if you because I I've, I heard about that. I don't know if it was true or not. So yeah, because you can because when the anime aired, they like added a little update that um uh, basically lets lets you take missions from I think one of the characters. Uh, you also get to pick up like David's jacket and. Um, Oh, man. And uh, freaking what's her name? Tiny blue girl, uh, Rebecca. Uh, yeah. uh, you you gotta you gotta get her shotgun. Nice. Yeah, and some other things here and there. Is there's a drink in the bar at the bar is named after David. Ooh. Yeah, so a bunch of cool little things like that. Um, what else? What else? Sonic superstars. Uh, yeah. Yeah, big Sonic boy. Uh, very excited for a new 2D Sonic. I think they finally confirmed the release date is going to be October... Uh, October 17th or 13th? Something around there. Um, yeah, crazy. <laughs> We've been getting, getting a Sonic, Sonic platformer and a Mario platformer 2D uh, on the same month. So yeah. I, I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, Nestor's eating good. Yeah, the end of the year, for real, dude. Honestly, other than that, you know, a little bit of Starfield, Starfield news. Yeah, I mean, Todd was scared. He was like, "Oh, (laughs) people were saying that Todd looked really like uncomfortable on stage because that was literally right. The 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 interruption happened right before that. So (laughs) I'm like, yeah, no, I kind of would be too. But you know, Todd was up there hyping up the game. I mean, I'm going to play Starfield. I think we're all going to play Starfield. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how we feel about it. Because um, I haven't played that many Bethesda games. And, uh, I mean, I, I know New Vegas runs on the creation engine. Um, but I think New Vegas is like the only game of that type that I've actually completed. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, it's a good game, dude. You only yeah. can take good games. <laughs> well, look, man, I, I own Skyrim on three fucking platforms, and I've never beaten it. Man, I beat and it whenever, once. It, it was like I, just me rushing the fucking yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, and whenever I hop in, it's like I can never get myself to play more than like three to two hours. So, like, I'll, I'll hop in, mess around, play for a little bit. Like, I'll definitely have some fun, but nothing that ever, like, makes me stick to it because i know some people start playing and they don't you know they start playing when the sun goes up and they don't stop till the sun goes down they're like oh shit yeah it's like civ dude you're like oh one one more one more quest let me just let me just turn this uh, little <laughs> quest item in and they're like oh yeah, shit the sun's coming up again fuck and, and it's like we mentioned the whole like procedural generation thing and and all the uh i i mean honestly settlement building from four but on steroids with, the, with these uncharted planets. That's all stuff, thankfully, that I'm 
I'm hoping you can just ignore, because I'm not gonna do any of that shit. I, I just want to play the game. I wanna, I wanna okay. pass my speech checks. You know, I wanna mm -hmm. find a bunch of lock picks and open up everything and steal everything, because I'm a, I'm a fucking klepto when it comes to yeah. these games. Um, and that's how you, how you gotta play, man. Come on. Yeah, man. I think they said that they're they're adding like new game plus to it. There's there's been stuff like like Phil Spencer saying that it, he compares it more to Oblivion than Skyrim. Um, Man. What does that mean? mean? I know, right? Uh, all that means is the adoring fan is back. <laughs> oh, true, dude. That oh, okay, that that makes sense. All right. <laughs> and uh, I forget his name. Um, one of the head Bethesda guys, and he's like, "Yeah, no, the game doesn't really start till you hit the post game." Which I'm like, oh, that could be a good and a bad thing. Yeah, that could be a good or a bad thing to take away from that. Oh my god. <laughs> but you know, I, I I hope I hope I stick with it enough to beat it. Uh, either way, and not not going to be too bad since uh, I'm going to be playing it off a of Game Pass anyway, and I'm going to be playing it like a week and a half late because uh, you know we got a wedding to go to, buddy. Oh yeah. Yep, it, it, man, it's it's that game, and then Armored Core, Armored Core just came out. I kind of want to try that out. I heard it's it's pretty good so far. Yeah, um, I have to. I'm gonna guess there's gonna be discourse because there's gonna be uh, Souls fans that are gonna try to play the game, and they go, "Wait, where's my where's my uh, where's my son, bro? Where's the where's where's all my 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 trademark, the fucking uh, Dark Souls TM." Uh, fucking easter eggs and shit what is this where's the souls that i could go to a bonfire and turn in for levels and uh yeah i don't know uh hopefully there's a crossover between souls fans and armor course fans um i don't know I i've heard it's a good game or uh i guess armor core fans are are, are pretty content with uh this new installment uh i, I don't know mech games have never really called to me there's some of them that look really fucking cool uh like that fucking um shit uh it's this like free-to-play game that's like western uh mech type shit and uh has a lot of like fucking microtransaction like predatory shit but it looks cool um that looks that looks pretty sweet but uh fucking yeah i i, I kind of want to play this new mech game i don't know what about what about you man yeah, man. I mean, I'll probably end up checking it out at some point. It's definitely not going to be this year, though. No, it, yeah. it just look, it looks very time-consuming. Uh, I, I still haven't beat Elden Ring. Yeah, I mean, so FromSoft games are kind of just notoriously long, I guess. I mean, it, it's it's bang for your buck, you know? Yeah, man. But uh, it, it's definitely like a fucking time sink. That you have to, and I mean, each game has its own like mechanics and systems that you kind of have to suss out on your own. Nothing is really told to you unless you go to fucking like Fextra Life or some other like wiki that tells you shit. Mm -hmm. But even on but, release, it's still like people are like speculating on what shit, how shit works and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm glad this game is out now, though. Uh, I think these guys haven't had a game since like the PSP. I'm pretty sure. Oh, fucking yeah, Armor Core. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm glad it's out. I'm glad it's doing good. Uh, I'm glad after all the success that uh, FromSoft has, has has gained in the industry, you know, that uh, people are trying this shit out because it's a cool mech game, dude. <laughs> yeah. What's not to love? 
Yeah, I mean, even from the outside looking in, I see people like memeing about like builds and stuff, and you know. I mean, you could customize your mech down to like the paint scheme and all that stuff. So there's like, yeah, the memes are pretty funny. They're just dude, like, I've yeah, seen, uh, seen a sussy Among Us mech, dude. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, I mean, you go on Twitter and you just you know see that shit, and it's it's pretty good. Uh, just ju just for that, I'm, I think yeah, I need to buy the game. Yeah, man. Uh, but hopefully, it's it's on sale, you know sometimes so that uh it's not too too much of a burden you know what i mean because yeah. it, it's it's a genre I've, i'm not familiar with and from what i've heard you're not all that familiar with either so yeah, bro like, the only uh, the only mech building game i've played is fucking custom robo on my ds and you know i had a good time with that the only mech, mech building game i've, I've had experiences in is uh it's actually two games it's a uh, banjo kazooie nuts and bolts and uh tears of the kingdom now so i mean mm -hmm. But uh, apart from that, it's yeah, it's kind of sparse. Um, well, yeah, man. I, I guess that that that's Gamescom for now. I guess. Uh, yeah. Freaking, I, I guess tangentially related to Gamescom, uh, and, and also video games in general. Uh, fucking Netflix shit, dude. Yeah, uh, Scott Pilgrim got announced like what, like two weeks ago, something like that. Bro, or, yeah. And uh, it looks fucking. Did we talk about this last show? I think we did. I, th I think we touched on it a bit, right? Or something. Maybe. Yeah, it's just um, I didn't roll the gravity of the situation. I, I I knew some of the voice cast was coming back, but I didn't realize it was pretty much the entire like star-studded cast. I was like, holy shit! Oh yeah, They're bro. Hey, everybody who was in the movie is coming back to voice their characters for the show. Yeah. Which like Which to me that that was like. You know that, that that's a that's a pipe dream, dude. That's like a thing that you write on a bucket list that never happens. All right. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, um, like the the when, whenever you see like a, a an adaptation of like an IP, you go, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I, I really like the live act, like because it, it was uh, directed by Edgar Wright, and Edgar Wright has a very fantastic and unique um, editing style that's very very funny uh his, his comedies are fucking amazing uh he, he he's the guy who made the uh cornetto cornetto trilogy uh it's like Shaun of the dead hot fuzz and uh at world's end uh all those films are like fucking hilarious but like it's the editing that fucking ties it all together and uh his editing style is like super present in scott program versus the world which is the the film that released in 2010 and um yeah, it's, it's just like, oh man, like that that comedic style like works so well, and you know, you go, oh well, this is probably like directed by somebody else, and like Edgar Wright has nothing to do with this. But then it's like literally the first thing that comes up is like with like I don't know what his role is, but it's like like a producer or something, right? Or like some yeah. sort of like uh, creative like lead or something. I was like, oh fuck, yeah, it's so he's back. We got Brian Lee O'Malley, who's the original author on the story. Yeah, he's uh, he's writing the story. Uh, like we said, that the whole cast is back, and uh, apparently Brian Lee O'Malley said that um, the the story is going to be a little more divergent, right? It's it's not going to follow exactly to the T what the what the comic had, because uh, I guess I don't know if notoriously, but it, it uh, the the film um, actually deviates uh, quite a bit. You know, it it's it's a two hour flick, so you can't fit the whole entire story of the the graphic novel in it. And uh, not, not to mention that uh, the, the filming took place before the, the fucking series was even uh, completed. 
So uh, it had a different ending, actually, from the uh, what what uh, Brian Lee O'Malley actually envisioned. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just uh, interesting to see that they're also like, oh yeah, like it's not going to be another like like the the film is not a one to one, and then this anime like series is also not going to be a one to one like recreation of the uh, of the uh, graphic novel. But uh, it's cool, and I, and I really hope. Um, they bring in more characters like fucking uh, Lisa and fucking uh, I don't know, just just have a uh, more representation of like how how long like the story is because it, it it I think it spans over it takes place over a couple months or something like oh, close to a year and then fucking the 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 actual like film it feels like it takes a place over like a couple of weeks rather than yeah than all that time so it's like a fucking breakneck speed like everything's just kind of moving really quickly. But uh, yeah, it uh, looks yeah, fucking man. cool. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it looks fucking sick. Everybody's back. Um, everybody that, like, you know, I, I, I've read a couple, like, Michael Sarah interviews where they kind of ask him about, like, how his time on the film was and, like, you know, how, if he's excited to come back. And, and I, I just get the. Well, not even get the vibe. He straight up says it. Like, they have, they have like, an email that was set up for. Like for all of them to get into contact with each other when they were on the movie, and apparently they still use it to keep in contact. Nice. Oh yeah, w- wasn't the, there the like a reunion or something? And then they all just were like, "Fuck yeah, we're all coming together." They had like a reading, right, of like the the script or something. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So yeah, like the the actors are like really into the the whole thing. Like the, the the whole filming experience apparently was a, a great time for them, I guess. Yeah, good, good vibes all around, dude. Uh, they're getting Anamana Gucci, who did the soundtrack oh, yeah. for the video game, to come back into the soundtrack for the anime. And, you know, fucking me and Churro got to see these guys play live, and it was fucking okay. amazing. It's great, yeah. I love yeah. it. Uh, so couldn't be happier. Hopefully this means that they'll make another video game. Uh, if you guys haven't played the Scott Pilgrim video game, that shit's like $15 on all storefronts when it's not on sale. I've seen it as low as five. It's a really good fucking beat 'em up if you guys like enjoy stuff like uh, like River City and like you know the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade games. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, it also has like uh, Nestor said, fucking Anaman Gucci on the uh, for the video game. They did the whole entire uh, track list, and um, I mean you could you could listen to their music right now. Just go on YouTube and fucking look that shit up. It's, uh, it's really good. I guess uh, they're, they're like the thing they're most known for is like the first fucking area's uh, music. It's a uh, what is it? An- Another winter or yeah, yeah. So so fucking look that up on YouTube. Listen to it and see how fucking good they are. I think uh, did they still use a uh, the fucking modded Ness make beats with or something? Or is, is it sure. a Game Boy? Okay. No, it's Ness. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, the, these guys, they, they play live instruments, like guitars, basses, drums, all that shit. But they also have like a like a backing track of like a, an NES, like just fucking going at it, you know. Uh, and I think they like compose their music on like Famitracker or some, some sort of other software. Uh, but like for some live shows, they, they actually bring like their fucking moddedness in and fucking play fucking music from that, which is pretty cool. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, you you can get you can get the. <laughs> I think I've seen that you can get their. Um, you can get their 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 music, you know, through, on like cassette, vinyl, fucking CD, 
and NES cartridge. <laughs> yeah, just, just so you guys know, Scott Program is a very uh, hipster property. And uh, out of like our friend group, uh, Nestor gets called the hipster the most. And I think I'm like a close second. You're a close so. second, yeah. So we're like the only guys that are like super into this shit. Yeah. I mean, it's not to say that our friends are like don't like this. Like they, they we have a lot of friends who like uh, have seen the film and they're like, "Hey, that's cool," but uh, we're actually like, "Oh fuck, I'm on a Gucci, fuck yeah, dude." No, we're in Leo Melly. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. But uh, it's good. We we recommend. I mean, man, I don't I don't know. Does the video game still have like a demo? Because when it was out on like Xbox 360. It had a, a demo that you could just kind of play, and it had like the first level and the first boss. But uh, I don't. Did, did they have that for the new release? I don't think or, so. Ah, oh, that's a fucking shame. Um, but yeah, do you, actually, do you want to talk about what happened to like the the fucking the source code for the fucking game? Or they thought they lost it. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, uh, what is it? Ubisoft. Yeah. They. they yeah. They're like. The, the the fucking studio that they uh, commissioned to create the game. Uh, they, they made the game and then they were like, alright, well, we should make some DLC. And then they were like, oh, we need the source code to like implement it. And they're, they're like, oh, uh, we don't know where that is. <laughs> so for, for fucking years, uh, they, they made the DLC, but they were never able to like implement it into the game. And they're like, uh... We, we can never like re-release this game again like ever because we don't have the source code um so yeah that was like tragic and then some one day they were just like oh we found it again guys by the way here's a i think it was free right they they had, like released the, the like zombie dlc and all that shit yeah so they released like dlc for the game and then like i think by that point the game was already like four years old or something and then yeah. like a year or two later it got delisted off the off the 360 store and the the ps3 store yeah because the licenses were all up it, it was like between universal ubisoft and like oni press so it was just like the, the the release of the game on new like hardware was thought to be pretty much nearly impossible uh i guess similar to like um fucking mario rpg because it's like oh no like it, it's multiple studios and shit from different like media like uh media types and then they're never gonna see eye to eye and they'll they'll never re-release this game ever again uh and we got a pleasant surprise in which they they did uh, but who knows how long that like the license the licenses last so yeah yeah dude I, I didn't take any chances man i i went on to uh limited run all right i got like the second most expensive bundle i got that <laughs> shit physical yeah, they, with a bunch of extra goodies you got like yeah the display and all that shit right it's yeah like yeah it looks like a, it looks like an amp like box yeah. and, and you pop it open and it's got like the characters on stage playing playing the soundtrack and under that you have like the game which has like covers like reversible covers that are inspired by like sonic adventure uh you got a couple trading cards you got uh freaking drumsticks with the pixel art of scott and ramona on them um, I got the soundtrack on, uh, on CD and on cassette. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a goodie bag of goodness. And, yeah, um, man, uh, you know, I, 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 I fucking love this shit like and I don't, 
Yeah, man. <laughs> you know, I, I I just really love this shit, and I don't want to lose it ever again. Yeah. <laughs> but and I have the game digitally that I bought on day one, and then obviously physically now. Yeah. So it's never leaving ever again. No, sir. And, and you're gonna dump it, right? So it 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 you know and make copies just in case, like the apocalypse. Yeah, just in case. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> But yeah, so that that's uh, Scott Program. We're really excited about that. Uh, Netflix is uh, doing pretty good. Um, you know, yeah, they're kind of on a on an uptrend after fucking being so down for like the last like three years. It feels like three years. Yeah, uh, I mean, Netflix notoriously, whenever they've tried to adapt something, um, it's either a shitty anime or it's something that they have no passion in. Um, so, I mean, anime is kind of like people make that joke like. Here's the original, or the manga, right? Then the anime, and then the Netflix adaptation. It's fucking shit. Um, and I gotta say, it, it's kind of like... I don't know. I, I can't really blame Netflix all too much for those, because um, the the like live-action anime uh, adaptations are um, pretty much produced almost exclusively in Japan, and they have like no cinema industry there. Like it, It's all like very small indie films and shit, so when they try to replicate like the grandiose fucking shit that you see in anime, it just falls flat every time. It, it comes up short. Uh, and then when Netflix, quote unquote, produces one of these or adapts this, they're actually like usually just sending essentially like a donation, and they they just kind of license out um, the rights to stream it in the West, I guess. So they typically don't have any input or any um, like meaningful like obligations or contractions for that or whatever so it's just like wow netflix created this this kind of shit but it's like no it was like created a while ago and netflix just kind of have the uh distribution rights i guess um but yeah now uh you know th there's also like western adaptations that they have like the witcher everybody was like super excited about uh fucking henry cavill was in it and he's a fucking huge turbo nerd um and he's also buff and cool so that's that's pretty nice um but uh yeah apparently the first season i mean there's some deviations here and there that fucking the armor that the the uh antagonists have kind of look like uh, nut sacks it's kind of weird but whatever um but yeah other than that like the first season was pretty good and then uh as soon as that was over uh henry cavill was just like oh yeah the second season deviates a lot from the books and then everybody's like oh no and then people saw it and it's like, oh no, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of all over the place now. And then the third season, like he, he's like, oh yeah, this is gonna be my last season, guys. Uh, yeah, cool, cool. And then people are like, oh, it's probably because he had like creative like differences and he like doesn't like where the show's going now. And essentially, I think when the third season came out, the showrunner like pretty much admitted that like she's like, yeah, it was it's kind of getting tiring hearing like Henry Cavill just kind of complain about. How we're not really following the books all that much you know we're, we have to dumb it down for western audience like uh, american audiences I, I think is what she said or like one of her other producers said uh and that didn't go over well and i think like yeah the third season came out and you know it, it's it's not it's not that faithful you know um and i guess they recast uh gerald uh now that uh fucking cavill is gone it's it's i guess liam hemsworth the other hemsworth brother um but yeah i don't know witcher came out and then of course cowboy bebop came out and everybody didn't like that um it just had like a different 
tone and atmosphere to it. Um, See, that one's really weird because like the costume design and the set design, as far as I know, were pretty good. But yeah. holy shit, dude! Some of the some of the lines are so weird. Yeah, cringe. It's, it's it's sometimes like the like anime is cool, but then you go, oh wait, maybe maybe it shouldn't be adapted like at line like line by line everything or like I don't know maybe, maybe should some like smart you know sure, edit. They, they made they made Faye say welcome to the ouch motherfucker who the fuck says that I don't know I don't know uh, fucking people in the future I guess I don't know fucking bounty hunters man but no yeah it's 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 a little cringe it's actually pretty cringe but yeah um and then uh, Death Note happened. I don't know. I, I, this like got blocked out of my mind. I, I, like it was the first one. Huh? It was the first one. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh no. Like, like, because I mean, Hollywood has tried to adapt shit. And then, you know, that's always kind of failed. And then fucking Death Note comes out and they're like, oh no, Netflix, what are you doing, man? You, you, you can't do this, man. I, I promise you can't. And uh, they, 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 they failed. They failed, man. Willem Dafoe's Ryuk was a very uh, that was a very wise casting choice, but he couldn't save it. Yeah, that's pretty much the only good thing to come from that, honestly. Uh, it was like, from what I've heard, very, very convoluted. I I've just heard, like, summaries of the synopsis and the fucking plot, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I mean, to, uh, in all honesty, Death Note is kind of like really, like, what the fuck? Like, you read it and you're like, okay, this is a little contrived. But, um... I don't know. It's just like it—it's way more just kind of fucking random in the live-action adaptation. But I mean, the new stuff that's coming out actually looks pretty good. Um, there's, you know, there's there's been some trouble. I mean, Scott Program, of course, is the newest kind of the newest thing that's kind of blown up right now. Um, but I mean, even before that, they 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 announced One Piece, which everybody was super skeptical and cautious at first. Um, but the creator Oda. He uh, gave it his blessing, and um, I think the, the the voice actress for Luffy also was like, "Oh yeah, the the, the actor for Luffy, he's, he's got the stuff." And uh, everybody's like, "Oh nice." Um, plot and like actual acting and all that, we don't really know. There's only been a couple trailers, yeah, but the actual like casting is fucking awesome. Uh, the the characters look fairly close to their anime uh, and man manga counterparts and i think they're, they're kind of like aligned to how oda kind of envisioned their nationalities because I, I think uh in, in the manga like you know at the, at the end of like a chapter uh the 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 author the mangaka usually like answers questions or something that uh you know readers might send in and i think someone was asking like oh like what were your inspirations for their nationalities or what, what would you envision their nationalities if they were on earth and i think luffy was like uh, Brazilian or something, right? It was like Portuguese or Brazilian. Yeah. Um, I think Nami was like Swedish. Uh, fucking, uh, of course, Zoro was um, Japanese. Fucking uh, Sanji was, I think, French. Because, I mean, of course, you know. And then um, for Usopp, it just said African. And people are like, what do you mean? Africa's in a country. And it's like, come on, dude. He means he was, he's like black. But yeah. And uh, yeah, all those casting. I mean, I think Luffy's like Mexican, but it's like, eh, he's like Latin American. It's, it's close enough, you know. Um, yeah, it's just like really, really cool seeing all those like uh, considerations that he had just be brought in. And um, fuck, what else? Oh, Avatar. 
fucking the the, the creators of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, they kind of got screwed when that film adaptation came out, uh, directed by fucking uh, M. Night Shyamalan. And uh, they had, like, no creative control over that production, so they were just kind of screwed out of that. They disowned the film. They are like, yeah, no, this, this is not our stuff. And, uh, yeah, they, they, they were in talks to get another show made by Netflix, and they were like, yeah, we're, we're back on, boys. Uh, we're going to have creative control. And then Netflix is like, nah, you don't. And then uh, something happened, right, Nestor? Yeah, yeah. So, so they left, and then um, yeah. uh, Viacom, who owns like Nickelodeon and stuff, Paramount, uh, they were like, "All right, cool guys." Well, due to the fact that uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender has like blown up since we put the series on Netflix during COVID, uh, rightfully so, the fucking yeah. amazing fucking series. If you haven't seen it, go fucking watch it. Um, they got the green light to make uh, avatar studios and they're making movies uh set in the universe so yay <laughs> and they're yeah. gonna be animated as far as i know as well so you know fucking awesome um very excited to get more stories uh in this universe by the original creators um who the fuck knows how that netflix adaptation is gonna go yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't know that the, okay, yeah the, the team like out now at this point, I don't give a fuck, bro. I think I said this before. Like, the most important thing to me when it comes to making an adaptation of anything is if, if the creator is alive, fucking just get their input on it, you know? Like, yeah. get their approval. Them, get their... Yeah, get their approval. Get get something, man. Like, it, it you know, it, it means a lot that uh, Oda is, you know, has greenlit the fucking One Piece adaptation. You know, he likes, uh, what's his, uh, the kid who's playing Luffy, I think is like in, in Yumaki or something. Inyaki. Um, Inyaki. Very, yeah. Yeah. You very know, Spanish. It's very Spanish. Yeah. He's got a little teal down that end, dude. Um, yeah. you know, the, they did the whole thing where he literally puts the fucking straw hat on the kid. He's like, yeah, you're Luffy, dude. I'm glad you're alive and you're, you're portraying Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like verbatim what he, what he said. Um, but it, shit, shit like that's just fucking cool. Um, yeah. Same thing for the Mario Bros. movie. Like, I'm glad that Miyamoto was like, you know, fucking looking over their shoulders, you know, fucking like, you better not put any shitty humor in this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm just fucking around, but like, you know, I, I'm glad Miyamoto was like able to get his input on it. I'm glad that Koji Kondo helped direct the music for it as well. Um, of course, you, know, you have me, uh, Charles Martinet. Yeah, you know, having having a voice role at least. Like, yeah, no, he he doesn't voice Mario Luigi in like in that uh in the in the film, but he does um, lend his voice to uh, Mario's father, and uh, also the Giuseppe guy. I think, right? Is that yeah, his name? The, yeah, the Jumpman stand-in. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think I don't know. Do, do you want to transition? Because I think this is the last role. That he had as as like a Nintendo employee, I guess, as as a voice actor, because um, very recently uh, Nintendo announced that uh, Charles Martinet are, is no longer um, voicing Mario. He's uh, kind of retired now as uh, the official voice. Um, I, I don't think this means that he's retired from voice acting necessarily, but it does mean that um, it, it does mean that they're they're bringing in some other folks to uh, do the new voices, which. Apparently was picked up by people before this was announced. There was a new uh, WarioWare game, and uh, apparently Wario sounded 
pretty different and people were like huh that that doesn't sound like a, a buddy charles there something's up and um very very astute listeners to the to the uh mario bros um wonder trailer also like mario like you know whenever they have a new mario game sometimes uh they, they bring in charles to voice a couple new lines a couple new like intonations in his voice so that's what a lot of people chalk that up to but yeah it, it does sound slightly different um but the new guy whoever he is uh i think sounds really good i don't know yeah man uh, it, it's just like it's one of those things that was fucking ine- inevitable like honestly yeah. um you don't want to really think about it too much uh but every now and then you know i'm, I'm like sitting there and like the, the thought crosses my mind it's like god what the fuck is it gonna be like when when charles martinet or fucking miyamoto or like any of these people that i look up to like die and i'm like ah f- fuck i mean we already lost iwata so there's that yeah. but yeah man it's just this one um you know i i'm glad charles is still alive uh, i follow him on social media he um and just going off of what what everybody says about him like fans um influencers uh, all the interviews he's done everything that i've seen about him like he just looks like the fucking sweetest nicest old man like he just he has a lot of love in his heart he likes spreading that love there there are multiple stories of him uh literally like waiting for lines at conventions to to completely finish before he calls it quits like he doesn't let anybody go that wanted to to see him uh like go home like empty-handed essentially um Damn. Stuff like where people either didn't have enough money or couldn't afford to, like, you know, get something for him to sign. Like, there are stories of him just giving shit away with his signature on him. Um, yeah, man. I, you know, I'm really bummed that, like, the three times that he's been pretty close to me, I haven't been able to... To, to go to them. Yeah, to the, go to the meetings. Yeah, bro. Like, I, I really want to meet him. That's, like, one of my goals. And, you know, it sounds like Mario Ambassador is just going to be... Uh, a way for Nintendo to keep him on payroll and for him to just be able to go out and do conventions. Dude's always yeah. fucking traveling. He's always going to conventions. He's, he, bro, he's, he's living life. He's living life large and he's, he's loving it. And if this is what he wants to do, then great. You know, he, he deserves yeah. it. Yeah. And I think uh, the ambassador title is also, uh, I mean, you, you could see it. Um, it. Maybe he's like coaching the new voice cast because. He uh he didn't just voice Mario he he voiced uh, Luigi Wario and Waluigi, and although like you could kind of say like oh yeah they kind of have like the same voice I guess they have a lot of like distinct qualities to each one where if if you just heard the voice and didn't see any like gameplay or anything you could you could pretty easily distinguish everybody from each other, um so yeah I, I think just having him uh, continue to be part of Nintendo is is a good idea moving forward to just kind of make sure you know uh the the next voice cast is a uh, pretty good and so far it, it seems like they're they're doing pretty well right now yeah man it's because it's like one of those things that's like in the back of your mind like no matter which way you cut it nintendo is a fucking corporation um and you know we we said it on the last episode they do shit that we don't like yeah. um so i was you know i was always a little worried like it, you know push comes to shove like are they just going to throw him out and replace him and not like say anything about it? Uh, I'm kind of, I'm really glad that's not the case. Um, you know, yeah, and, and honestly, it, it kind of dodges a bullet, uh, from what I thought was happening when I, when I read like, Oh, Nintendo has a little post here. And, and it like the first thing that, that pops up is like, 
Oh, hey, Charles has been with us for so long, and we're so glad that he voiced the, the you know, uh, Mario and all the other characters for such a long time with, with love and affection. And uh, it's it's unfortunate that uh, this has to take place, but and then you go, oh god, is is he? Did he die? No, is bro. I was I was I was fresh off of work, and we were driving home, and I'm like sitting there reading that shit. I read the first two sentences, and you know, I get the little sharp pang in my heart. I'm like, no, <laughs> please tell me he's not fucking dead. Like I was about to call out at work the next day, man. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Ser- seriously, if if you read, I, I encourage anybody who's listening to to look up like nintendo's message whatever they posted yeah literally like the first part it 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 seems like they're announcing that he died (laughs) you're like oh god but then it's like no yeah we had to you know we've decided that uh he's he's voiced them for long enough and uh he's gonna stay on as as a nintendo ambassador whatever that means and we're like okay good so yeah just just having him like die in the middle of something or just kind of like i don't know it's always like awkward whenever you hear like Oh yeah, this 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 actor, this acclaimed actor, was filming in the middle of this film, and they just up and died. And you're like, oh, that kind of sucks. And then I don't know. There's this like moral gray every area where it's like, oh, should should you like continue using their old footage? Should you splice things from their older works? Like, I don't know. How do you you know? It's, is it like respectful to them? And then some people like some companies like ask the family, hey, is it okay if we continue to work like with what they already recorded or, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, it, it's nice that they ask their families, you know, at times, but at other times, like, you know, what, what, what would they want? You know, like sometimes they don't, they're not specific or anything like that. So, eh, you know, it's yeah, kind of like... I, especially with nintendo being a japanese company um like i've noticed that they're very like characters are very like intrinsically tied to their voice actors in japan because like we've had the same goku for fucking how long yeah decades yeah like um yeah super long and she's still going like as strong as ever dude that lady can yell um but then you have shit like like almost va like passing away you know yeah, so, and then like, so mm. someone else has to pick up the torch, you know, posthumously. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's really interesting that they're kind of letting this happen. Like, who, who knows what whose decision it was? Ultimately, I don't think we'll ever really know. Um, but I think Miyamoto has has a big uh, has a lot of influence right now. Uh, he honestly, he, he's kind of I don't know if I've said this before, but he's he's kind of like the Disney to uh nintendo right now like he's he's i mean he's said it publicly he's like yeah i want pretty much mario and nintendo to kind of be like the disney and the mickey mouse of like the gaming world you know like uh disney got big because uh you know mickey was like a good uh little cartoon that kids loved he made like films and all that stuff and then he made an amusement park and then just that shit blew up and it looks like miyamoto's kind of doing the same thing where uh, video games are acclaimed and beloved by many. He's he's branching out into different uh, mediums. He's made a film. He's making. I mean, he's made fucking amusement parks now. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, they're expanding, and it, it seems like he has like a lot of control. So yeah, I, I'd say uh, that this, this probably wasn't like a presidential like thing or like an executive thing where some fucking suit was just like. Yeah, no, yeah, he's got to go. I, th- I think it was more like, 
I don't know, like like maybe future proofing, like you, I think you were saying, and uh, I don't know, it, it like Charles Martinet, he seems like a really, like you said, cordial, very pleasant guy. Um, so yeah, I don't know if they gave him the boot and he was upset about it, or because I mean I don't think he would ever complain, uh, even if they did. But I don't know, I just I'd like to think that they were like good about it. Um, I mean. For fuck's sake, he's still technically working for them as a quote-unquote ambassador, whatever that means. Um, so, I mean, it looks like they still have ties with him, you know? Yeah, so, I, you know, I just think it's cool that he's still going to be around in some way. And, um, you know, that he... Uh, I mean, regardless of what happens, like, he he left the role at, like, the highest note you could possibly leave it, leave it at. Like, I think Mario is, like... At an all-time high right now, you know we we yeah, the the last game, the last like big game that he did like voice work for, or like Luigi's Mansion Three, which fucking immaculate. All right, <laughs> I fucking love Luigi in the Luigi's Mansion games. He's so full of per personality. Um, yeah. you know Mario Odyssey too. I never Bing Bing Wahoo'd harder in my life, man. Fucking, yeah. you know he got to play Mario's dad and and in the movie you know fucking last line you know these are my boys like yeah bro yeah they were yeah they're your boys dude you know you 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 made them who they are and yeah, like it... god man like like i so deeply intrinsically tied to my life obviously being a big luigi guy uh being a big mario guy in general um you know i still remember the first time i ever heard his voice in mario 64 you know, I, I, I remember how the room felt. I remember, remember it was a warm summer day, uh, freaking Pomona, California. Cousin put that shit in, you know, let me have at it. I heard the budding, it's a me, Mario, you know, fucking heard him in Luigi's Mansion. You know, that's when it really started to resonate with me. You know, green Mario became Luigi at that point, yeah. you know, and, and it's just, you know, he's, he's given me so many memories. Uh, He's given me my, my favorite character of all time. Somebody I can relate to. Fucking great at putting that like nervous energy into Luigi. Uh, you know, making him a character that's like afraid to do shit um, because he's afraid he's well he won't be able to live up to his brother or to everybody else around him. But he's fucking Luigi, man. If, if he fucking puts in the effort, you know, he he's he's still a Mario bro. Like he's still yeah. just as good as Mario. And that's like, that's my favorite thing about him. And so, like, man, <laughs> I fucking love Charles Martinet, dude. If yeah, he's dude, listening he's to a, this, he's thanks. He's a fucking man. treasure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah, uh, buddy. All we have on the docket for today. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Do you have any rants? I mean, I had rants before. <laughs> Anything that I, I guess you well, off one. I guess one quick thing, uh, they did say that there's going to be a video with him and Miyamoto in it at some point, which to oh, me yeah. is like, oh, the September Direct is coming soon, isn't it? No. Yeah. Might, might be something they announce there, or, you know, or elaborate on. So, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Super cool. Um, yeah, like I said, glad he's still going to be around. Love Charles. Uh excited to see who the new guys are and you know how they how they move the roles forward oh yeah nintendo's being a little cheeky there a little cheeky fucker because uh people are like who's the new va and then they're like well i guess you're gonna have to buy the game and read the credits don't you hmm. 
like, oh, okay. well, I, I, I fucking guess. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it could be anybody. It could be the French VA for uh, his fucking uh, the French dub of the film, dude. Fucking <laughs> great ass adaptation of. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's not too over the top. I, I liked it. I don't know. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Nice. Really, really surprising if it is if it's actually Chris Pratt, dude. Can you imagine if it's just him fucking voicing Mario? It's a me, it's like, a Mario. Uh, just kidding, that's uh, not the voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah. Yeah, you, you you said you got a rant, bro? Oh, no, I was asking if you do, because I've, I've had, like, two or three from the previous episodes, and uh, I don't know. You're not a very rant-prone uh, person. I, I just wanted to check in, you know? Nah, man. You know, I mean, I, I had my big one for regarding the Pokemon in the last one. <laughs> that's really oh, all true. I had to get off my. That's really all I had to get off my chest. All right. Well, I just want to comment. Um, why is it the case that uh, in any Mexican party, even if it's for like little kids, they always have like a fuck ton of beer? It's it's kind of cool, but you know, it's kind of weird too. You know what I'm saying? You're like dude. at a kid's fifth birthday party. Los just, Coronitas, like, fucking, bro. Dude, they're too strong. Oh, Fucking Coronas and Modelo, dude, all the time. Yeah. They're like, god damn. <laughs> but, uh. Hey, you know, they're balling on a budget if they got the fucking Budweiser up in there. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, never get Budweiser, dude. I mean, I gotta say, I don't like Corona. It tastes like piss to me. I don't know how I, I know what piss tastes like, but yeah, it's all about Modelo, bro. Bro, you Modelo know, I'm Modelo. not a I'm not a big beer drinker, but, you know, my, my sister's graduation, man, I have some tacos, you know, I popped open a Modelo. Shit was good. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, after the first one, you know, you might be like, it's a little hoppy, a little bitter. But then the subsequent ones, uh, they just taste like bread, dude. It's, all, nah, it's you magic, just, dude. You just gotta, you gotta sip it right after you bite into the taco, bro. You know, that's true. Uh, it just, it pairs immaculately. Yeah. Very true. True. <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, drink beer. Uh, don't drive. Um... Fucking eat tacos de, de pastor because they have pineapples in them. Fucking good. See, this all circles around the pineapples again, guys. It's all <laughs> coming back. Yeah, you thought I was done, huh? Well, you're right. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. All right. That's it. <laughs> yeah, guys. Just a short little little catch-up episode. Um, like I said, we got, a, we, got a, we got a wedding to go to next week, so I'm not sure if we'll be on pause for like a week or two we'll try to get something out uh with everybody since we're gonna be hanging out with all the homies if the yeah. direct drops that'll be bro if the direct drops while we're going to fucking like Disneyland or or universal uh we'll probably try to get like a little like a little post direct reaction going but yeah yeah i think that'll that'll do it for us this week yeah it, it's kind of been a little up and down around roller coaster these couple of weeks but um I mean, we have a couple months like planned for for actual like very very focused discussions and all that. Um, especially like October, that's gonna be a fun month, I think. Um, but yeah, for like September, uh, like Nestor said, we're a little busy, but uh, hopefully we'll get shit to you. Uh, we might miss a week, maybe two, but um, we love you and we're not abandoning you. Okay. Mwah. Yeah. See you later, guys. Uh- I don't think we'll do socials this one, but thanks for listening to the Hidden Mansion. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye bye.